Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Cindy, a young vagabond from the Hoenn region with pyromaniac tendencies, Gimli, a stocky, burly miner from Sinnoh looking for his lost son, Elodie, an enthusiastic foodie and baker from Kalos, and Schmidt, an enigmatic man from Johto with a duck. My name is Rich, and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. Last thing that Gimli remembers is entering the Doofer Town gym alongside Elodie and Cindy. The next thing that Gimli knows is that Gimli awakens on a bench in the waiting room in the Doofer Town gym, and Cindy and Elodie are honk shooing next to him, and Gothitella standing in the middle of the room with her arms spread and her eyes rolled back, making a strange kind of mantra humming sound, and uh, a perplexed and puzzled looking security guard makes eye contact with Gimli. <laughs> so I guess it's my turn then. I guess it must be. Uh, Gimli (laughs) observes that this Pokemon gym, unlike many others, has its own little mini self-serve Pokemon healing station, as well as a PC. Okay. So, I guess I... Yeah, I guess I have to approach it. (laughs) Is that the place I go first? If you wish. Do you want to use the PC, or do you just... Are you ready to just go in? Um... The security guard informs you in this kind of foyer before the big red doors that this, along with many of the Hoenn gyms, is a three Pokemon challenge. Ah, okay. Very cool. All right. I guess I'll have to make the switch then. So we'll actually, we'll exchange probably, yeah, we're going to put Brigalat away and we're going to pull Toidle out of the box. Okay. Hello, old friend. It's been a while. (laughs) True. All right. Very good. That will work. Then I'll put in. We'll bring a lot back. Yeah, it's not your time, buddy. Can't dance on the competition with this one. It'd be tricky. It would be tricky. Trickier than I want it to be. So we got Toidle, who are the two brave souls who are going to accompany Toidle. So Toidle's definitely coming. And then we're going to bring Bean. Ooh. And Lasagna. I had a feeling Lasagna would uh, join the roster. Lasagna's kind of a given. Beam is the shock factor. Okay. Yeah. Good strategy. I like it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gimli accesses these three Pokemon that he wishes to have, and he approaches the security guard, and the security guard requests his trainer card. Does Gimli provide it? Of course. The security agent kind of puts it through a little scanny machine and goes beep beep and he hands it back to you and he says, you may proceed when you're ready. Do you enter the red gym doors? Of course. Gimli does so. The large double red gym doors open and Gimli is greeted to the scent of an actual real workout gym that people use. Uh, It is a little musky. It's a little stinky, and he can hear the sounds of workout equipment whirring and weights clanking against the ground and in racks. And if he looks around him, he can see uh, people and Pokemon working out like an actual place, like a, like a real gym, like like a, you know, the, the, the origin of the word, one would say. Mm-hmm. Um, he notices that beyond his immediate perception, like 30 feet in front of him, this is kind of a long kind of tunnel of a gym, and it's pretty dark. Uh, in the distance, it seems like only this particular first part of the gym is illuminated. And the first person to greet him, as seems to be common with many gym challenges, is someone who is no older than 13. Uh, there is a little girl with pigtails uh, wearing a white gi with a purple belt, and she marches mm-hmm. forward to Gimli confidently 
and she bows to Gimli and she says, Hello, Challenger. My name's Gigi, and I'll be your first opponent at the Duford Town Gym. Hello, Gigi. Bows back. Perfect. Give, can you give me a roll on the bow? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, five. <laughs> okay, what's your charisma mod? Oh, you can make it strength, actually. Okay. Um... Oh, it's strength that is a 10. Yeah, nice. This is not terrible. It's it's a nice, perfectly suitable, respectful bow. Just about the mm. same quality of one that she gave to you, so it's it okay. checks out. You notice that you and Gigi are standing on kind of like a wrestling mat battle pitch uh, uh, that is currently clear of any obstructions. It's about 25 feet by 25 feet. has a little Pokeball mm. symbol in the middle. Gigi says, for this first challenge, it will be a double battle, and you will use two of your Pokemon. Choose wisely. Here's my friends, and she throws out two Pokeballs. The first Pokemon you see is a small blue bipedal dog. It's pretty tiny looking, but it looks like it's got a lot of fighting spirit. It hits the mm. mat and it goes, bruff, bruff. and then the second Pokemon you see uh, doesn't seem to be awake. It sits cross-legged on the pitch, and it has a kind of a bulbous body, although its arms are slender, and it has a strange shape on its head. It seems very meditative. And it seems like it is fairly muscular. It is just meditating at the moment. Which two Pokemon will you use in this challenge? I think I want to use Bean and Toidle. Bean and Toidle. Bean, the spooky Pupitar creature, and Toidle mm-hmm. being the Torkoal. Yep. Uh, we're going to have Lasagna set this one on the bench. Very good. Gigi sees your selection, and she snaps her fingers, and uh, a group of very muscular bipedal Pokemon... Uh, enter the arena, and they set down a bunch of work equipment on either side of the battle pitch. Um, It seems like for the whole 25-foot line, there are various bench presses, elliptical machines, just various workout equipment that is on either side of the battlefield. And Riolu, this little blue dog fellow, starts jumping and weaving and like sneaking around in between all the the workout equipment as he is a small little dog. and it seems like he is not necessarily working out, but he is becoming acclimated to this improvised terrain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is at this time that you are welcome to roll initiative. Okay. I roll for myself, yeah. Like, yeah, just, just, just yourself, yeah. yeah. Add your decks. Yep. Hole zero. Uh, nine. Okay. Uh, Gigi got a three, so you may go first. Uh, they are side by side in this pitch, kind of a, a traditional double battle. Um Riolu is going to immediately assume a position where it is kind of halfway hiding behind a bench press, whereas okay. Medicham is just sitting in the middle of the field with its eyes closed. Mm-hmm. You may go first. All right, so I'm going to start up pretty simple. Okay. Um, so the first thing I'm going to do is use Brigalad to shadow sneak right into range of the Meditite. You mean Bean, correct? Oh, Beam, what did I say? You said Brigalad. Oh, no, no, no. But I know he can't yeah. shadow sneak, so... <laughs> he definitely can. He's not here anyway. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beam. Okay. Um, do you intend to use that just for the movement, or do you want to use it for the damage as well? Oh, no, that's coming in. Bonus action, full-on attack. Into yeah. Metacham? Yes. Okay. Um, you may roll to hit. Um, Does a 18 hit? It does. 18 will, in fact, hit the Metacham. You can roll super effective damage. Um, that is 14 damage. Nice. Great for a bonus action. All right. Okay. And then at point blank range, we're going to shadow ball the uh, Meditite as well. Okay. Sure. Let it rip. Does a 23 hit. 
It sure does. Yeah, that's sure does. a super effective shadow ball. Yep. 49 damage. Holy guacamole. A solid hit. Uh, yeah, they also get minus two on their on any hit they make before the end of the next turn. Oh, is that just an effect or is that from a natural? That is just an effect of shadow ball. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Minus two on uh, on a roll to hit. Yeah, on a roll to hit or like obviously on a save. Okay, until until the end of their next turn. Yes. Understood. You would think I would know after making up the move, but <laughs> that's a lot of moves, bud. That's yeah, of, like, it's, it's a lot. Cool. The document. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's so. That's just being. Yeah. Let it be observed that while it is clear these attacks are dealing significant damage to Medicham, it is like unwavering, unfaltering, right. sitting there meditating. Total may act. Yes. Uh, where's Riolu relative to Bean? Um, Riolu is uh, 10 feet north and 5 feet left, hiding okay. behind a bench press. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I'm going to smokescreen the area where Riolu is. Ooh, fun. Okay. What, what does that affect? Uh, so it chooses the area. Um, there's 20-foot cloud around Riolu. Okay. Um, so the area within range, uh, the smoke lingers for a minute. The area is obscured from view. And imposes disadvantage on any range attacks made through the cloud. Any creature within the cloud um, must make a con save or become blinded for the duration. Okay. I would, yeah. I guess this total action just total have any bonus actions? Uh, no. Okay. If that is the case, then we will move to GG's initiative and I'll roll that con save right now. What is the save on it? Um, the save is... Oh, uh, DC 16 con. Okay. Uh, Real who managed to get a 17 is not blinded. Okay. Uh very nice. As a first order of business, Riolu will charge out of the smoke from behind cover and jump in front of Toidal and clap his hands. Bah! His little paws go together right in Toidal's face, subjecting Toidal to a fake out. Needs to roll to hit. Okay. Does an 11 hit? An 11 does not hit. No! Uh, fake out will be ineffective uh, and will not be able to be used again. Very unfortunate. Oh. Um, hey, that's a is that a bonus action? No, it's just it's an action that can only be used on the first turn of battle. So, but it would cost me probably to lose a turn of combat. Yeah, right, or total would not okay. do anything on the next turn. Very cool. Yeah, and you dodged it, which is great. Or I guess more accurately, Toidal's shell is were or just was impervious. Yeah, <laughs> tucked the head in. Uh, uh, interestingly, Metacham continues to sit there quietly, and this time actively uses the move meditate giving it some sort of buff that Gimli is not familiar with and that is Gigi's turn a failed fake out and Medicham seemingly doing nothing very fog what is next for Gimli um, um Riolu is not undercover at the moment it's standing right outside of the smokescreen cloud okay I have great news because Riolu is going to continue to be ignored um <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to first point blank shadow ball again again to the metatype okay um, Riolu will take a reaction upon Metacham mm-hmm. being targeted and use follow me um, subjecting Bean to a DC 14 charisma save okay I did not pass uh, Riolu will have to be targeted by Shadow Ball okay that's fine does a 21 hit Riolu it definitely does 16 damage 16 points of ghost type damage Bean fires off a shadowy blob at Riolu. Now, are all attacks redirected to Riolu for the turn? What do I have written? Give me a moment. Um, 
Use your reaction to force the creature to make a charisma save against your move DC on a fail. The move must target you instead. If you're out mm-hmm. of range of the move, uh, must move towards you. Um, it is only effective for the one move. Okay. So I can still shadow sneak into the homie. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is correct. Very cool. We'll check some things. All right. I'm going to shadow sneak into Meditate as well. Okay. Uh, 19 connects. That sure does. Okay. Uh, 14 ghost damage. Not bad at all. Nope. You can see Riolu seemed pleased with with itself that it was able to gain the attention of Bean for the Shadow Ball, but it looks disappointed that it couldn't stop Bean from shadowily charging into Medicham, who is sitting there meditating, storing energy. Uh, not literally biting, if you were curious, but... Uh, seems... I, that's what I thought at first, and I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I would be more explicit about that. It wouldn't yeah. be a, a sneaky thing. Um. Okay, Toidal. Uh, Toidal is going to go for a flame wheel into Metatype. Okay. Let it rip. Okay. Uh, that is actually you, so oh, that okay. is a DC 15 dex. DC 15 dex. Metacham is reasonably dexterous, but it does critically fail. We'll treat this as a critical hit. Okay. And that is boosted by the current weather effect drought from Toidal. So. Very nice, Toidal. Uh, 37 damage. All right. Understood. As Toidal, is Flame Wheel like you tuck in the shell and you spin out? Is that what it is? Oh, I'm, is that I'm sorry, picture? charcoal too. I forgot about that. Oh, add um, that. That doubles your 41. damage bonus, right? Uh, yeah. It, yeah, 41 now. 41, all right. Yeah, pretty significant damage. What does Flame Wheel look like to you? Oh, so um, I guess from Toidal's perspective, instead of it being like vertical like mm-hmm. in terms of a wheel he's like horizontal because he's a turtle oh, so like a beyblade yeah i would think that's what it would look like if torkoal did it that's versus cool like a normal pokemon i like that yeah hell yeah um is there a burn on that uh no okay understood i think that's probably for a reason um yeah okay solid hit um mm-hmm. metacham looks a little singed it looks like it's got shadowy goop all over itself doesn't look super good but it's still up still hanging in there uh, does Total have any bonus actions? Total has no bonus actions. Okay. Let's start with Gigi again. Um, Riolu jumps, or it doesn't actually move yet. Uh, it looks at Medicham, who's meditating, and it goes, ruff, 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 and it claps his paws in a very encouraging way. It seems mm-hmm. like perhaps Medicham is being coached, uh, increasing one of two of its stats, which I'm deciding right now. Metacham seems like it raises its eyebrow listening to Riolu's cheer, and it seems more confident, more powerful. Uh, and it, um, it, you see it furrow its brow, and it begin to focus. It is focusing. Um, it oh. seems very serious. Yes. Uh, just to distinguish from the video games, uh, uh. this attack uses the concentration mechanic. It is not like uh getting hit and it's canceled it is you have to break concentration so that's when you deal damage each time you deal damage it's subject to a dc 10 constitution save but it does take turn to charge correct it is at uh the start of the next turn it will release this focus punch so focus punch is charging see if you can break concentration okay can do is ginley's turn all right well no matter what then this this will be successful. So we're going to go for first straight away another flame wheel into the meta type. The, okay. Um, as a reaction, Riolu will use one of its follow me's. 
subjecting mm-hmm. Toidal to a DC 14 Christmas save. Um, Toidal fails that check. Okay. Toidal will be targeting Riolu. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, 15 dex save to Riolu instead. Okay. Riolu's dex is not as good as Metachamps, but it gets a natural 20. Oh. Uh, via our crit rules, I think it avoids damage. It does avoid damage, yep. Okay. Nice job, Riolu. Very good, Riolu. Yeah, any, really good. Any bonus actions for Toidal? No bonus actions for Toidal. Bean, what you doing? Bean? Bean be schwanging. Okay. So we're going to... So I'll Shadow Sneak first. I want to see the result of this. Okay. Um, and our turn economy includes one reaction per round. We don't often discuss that, but each Pokemon is only subject yes. to one reaction, so you do not need to worry about following me here. Okay, very good. That is a... Oh my god, 23. 23 hits, good. yes. Yeah. I was like, why can't I math? Okay, there we go. Cool. So we'll do the D6. So that is 15 damage. Okay, solid shadow sneak. We'll also be making a DC 10 constitution save to maintain concentration. Um, gets another crit. That's not going to give it any bonuses or anything, but yeah. two 20s in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, worth noting. Yep. Okay. So we'll not do this yet. Okay, so then we're just going to do the point blank shadow ball again. Okay. Keep it consistent. Cool. Actually. Um, what's the environment around Metacham like before I commit to this? He's kind of just in the middle of the arena. Okay. Um, there's workout equipment at the northern end and the southern end, but mm-hmm. uh, there's not particularly near Metacham. Okay. And we're right on top of him, so I can't read. It seems he is unmoving, but his legs are crossed and he's focusing very intently. Right. Okay. Well, we'll gun for the Shadow Ball. What's the, um, it's a DC 10, right? To keep Con- concentration. Constitution. Yes, correct. Okay. Does the Shadow Ball affect that? Concentration. I don't. I might uh, not. Taking damage does, right? Um, but does it like we? Does it make the check harder? I would allow you to sacrifice an element of its damage if you want to make the concentration easier to break. Okay. If you want to do that, like if you're if you're more worried about breaking concentration than dealing damage, we can do a swap ski. But I don't think okay. the nature of Shadow Ball itself is more right. particularly that's, inclined that's to break concentration. Yeah. Yep. The Metatite's getting close to dying anyway. It just kind of never changes his expression. We'll shadow ball him. Okay. We'll just do the normal shadow ball. Shadow ball time. Does a dirty 20 hit? It sure does. Okay. That's making sure with the coaching. Yeah. Uh, you can roll damage. I will roll the concentration. Um, he passes. Uh, 32 for damage. 32 for damage. He mm-hmm. got a 13 on the dice for concentration. Okay. You said 32? Okay. 32. Okay. So quite a bit of damage. Uh, he's still yeah. up. Metacham is still okay. out here experiencing this. Um, it's okay. Worth it. Anything else for Gimli? Um, no, that's it. We're good. Okay. Um, first things first. Riolu will actually use Copycat on Bean. I see. Um, so Riolu is going to do their best to use the same move that Bean just used. Let us see how it does. I need to do quick maths for how its stats would look for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the answer is not very well, but they're going to roll to hit to Shadow Ball. Um, does a 10 hit? No. Okay. Riolu does a little backflip and holds its hands out and shoots out a Shadow Ball to Bean, and it just kind of phases through Bean's uh, 
carapace. It doesn't seem to be particularly effective. Um, nice try. <laughs> nice, nice try, Riolu. Um, Metacham opens its eyes and it teleports three times right up next to Toidle and punches it right in the face. Uh, rolling uh, to hit. Um, does a 23 hit? Um, it does. Okay. The focus punch directly into Toidle with all of the coaching with the meditation deals 67 points of fighting type damage directly into the sad little turtle. Ouch. A sizable hit. Yes. Um, Metacham kind of does the Dragon Ball Z thing where they like scoot backwards, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then he is not sitting cross-legged. He is standing and breathing heavily. And... Mm -hmm. That will conclude Gigi's turn. Gimli, what are you doing? Okay. Um, Tortle's in a rough spot, let's see. But I think we got to stay the course. And Toidle has to... We'll start with Toidle doing the flame wheel into the meta type. Okay. Uh, dexterity save? Yep, 15. They get a 10 on the dice. No, dirty 10. Just kidding. Okay. Uh, 30 damage. 30 even? Yep. Um, that exactly KOs Metacham. Uh, <laughs> good amount of damage. Yeah, Metacham takes the flame wheel and kneels, and Gigi recalls it. It is now just Riolu standing, and Riolu looks very concerned and confused because it is not the fighter in the situation. Yeah, um, it is but, the support. <laughs> but Riolu will continue to do their best, uh, Bean okay. may go. All right, Bean is going to Shadow Sneak onto Riolu. Okay. To be right on top of him. Yep. Uh, that is a 26 to hit. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not much damage, but it's more about parking itself next to it. So Sure. We're going to get that free damage on the quick instant teleport into position. And it's 10 damage. Okay. And now, let's see if this is a good idea or not. Yeah, I think we're actually, we're, we're just going to go for a classic. We're going to we're just going to shadow ball him. Okay. Um I was going to get fancy with the sandstorm, but I'm not going to do that. So, yeah, we're going to go for the shadow ball hits. Does a 18 hit? Sure does. Nice. Okay. So shadow ball will do d8 plus 9 18 damage and minus 2 on your next rolls. Bean Fires off its shadow sneak shadow ball combo. Kapow! Boom! Into Riolu. And Riolu just can't take it anymore. Takes a knee and gets recalled by Gigi. That is your first challenge complete. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Gigi says, very well done, sir, and gives you another bow. Uh, she reaches into her pocket and gives you 40 Pokemon dollars. Four zero. Oh, thank you. Good number. Good amount. Yeah. Gigi says, up next, you're going to be up against my sensei. Her name is Lauren. You're just going to walk further down in the gym. All right. Sounds good. All right. You do so. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be sure to bow back to her as well. Thank you for the fight. <laughs> uh, she appreciates this greatly. It's very mm-hmm. honorable. Mm-hmm. Um, you march forwards through this kind of hallway of the gym. You continue to hear people grunting and the sounds of Pokemon also uh, exercising machinery clinking and clinking uh and you see that as you walk forward the lights behind you are in Gigi's arena go dimmer and uh as you walk forwards you are you see a new battle pitch that is fully illuminated 
There is a woman standing there. She's about five foot ten, blonde hair. She's in workout gear, um, a battle girl, one might say. Um, and she's kind of doing that uh, 2D fighter idol pose, kind of where they mm. just kind of stand in place and they're like kind of jogging in place, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, she looks ready for action. Um, but what's interesting is that in front of her, uh, you are in a 25 by 30 foot pitch. And in the middle, there is a approximate 10 to 15 foot pit. It is just full of rocks. It is full of funny-looking rocks that look similar to you as your Pokemon Lebowski. Um, lots and lots of rocks in a pit. Lauren says, Welcome, Challenger. You got through my students, so I know you must be pretty good. For this next challenge, you're going to be using three of your Pokemon. Allow me to explain the rules. This pit in front of us is full of Geodudes. And if you look behind you, and you look behind you, um, there is a 5 by 30 foot red line on the end of your pitch. Okay. Lauren says, whoever has the most Geodudes on past their red line wins at the end of 10 rounds. Or, if you knock out one of my Pokemon, that's worth three Geodudes. Or, if you knock out all of my Pokemon, you will win regardless of Geodude count. But you only have 10 rounds to do it. Do you need me to explain that again? No, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, as you accept the rules, two like large nets descend around the arena. Um, they must be 40 or 50 feet high mm-hmm. from floor to ceiling, just nets all around. And uh, Lauren says, very well, I'll introduce you to my three Pokemon. And she throws out her Pokeballs. Um, the first one of her Pokemon that you see looks just like Riolu, but big. Uh, it seems to be a little less full of like chaotic energy, a little more focused. It's got bone yeah. spikes sticking out of its chest and its hands. The other Pokemon you see is somewhat reminiscent to you of Keylime in a way, but it seems like masculine. Uh, it is a Pokemon that uh, stands kind of like a knight, and it has green arms that look like blades on the elbows. Uh, the last Pokemon you see is an unassuming blue stag beetle, but it looks like its horn is particularly powerful. These are your three opponents. Um, I would okay. ask who you're using, but you are using all three of your Pokemon. Yeah, before we get into this fight, was yeah. I able to heal my guys at all? Um, apologies. Gigi would have restored your HP, not your PP. I gotcha. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. I was like, I'm at 22 HP, and I'm not going to not pop potions. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I missed something. That's my bad. That's okay. Um, so yeah, once again, you can just go for full knockouts. You have to get it within 10 turns. You can go collecting Geodude. And if you have the most at the end of 10 turns, then you win. You can do a hybrid approach. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Um, so the, the Geodude, is it like a hungry, hungry hippo situation? Like what is the, so there's, there's a, it's a perfectly like, it's not a perfectly square arena. It's 30 feet wide and 25 feet tall. Um, and there's nets all around you. There's a pit in the middle. It's a between. I'm. It's like 12 feet on in you know in practice, but um, it's just a circle, and it is un. It is unknown how deep it is, um, and it's just full of geodudes. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then we're taking. I'm taking stuff out of the pit and putting it to my side. Yeah. Yes. The bottom five feet of your arena is like a red area. Like the floor is red. Right. Um. For clarity, sorry, this pit that isn't red is sand. I thought that might be important. It's not going to affect, like, it's not going to be, like, difficult terrain or anything, but it is sand. Yeah, sure. Um, And the pit is sandy. And the third Pokemon described, the first one, like, obviously it was a Galley Lucario. I missed Uh the description of the other one. Um, It looks like 
an unassuming blue stag beetle uh that seems like it has a very powerful horn gotcha okay cool understood you ready to begin yes roll your initiative uh 17 16 gimli goes first weird okay (laughs) not a position i am used to all right yeah uh, I'll say the three of them are standing evenly spaced out on Lauren's side in the red, not in the sand. Now, she said the po- like Pokemon were were they able to enter in and out of each other's like goal sides? Like if I get a Geodude, it's my Geodude, right? Done. Um, You can you can snag. You can swipe. You can swipe. OK. That's yeah, that was wasn't clarified. I'm sorry. OK. You can do some thievery. Yeah. There might be even other ways to like the Geodude seem pretty passive. But like right. that doesn't count out. That's like they are sentient and they could be coaxed or encouraged to leave the goal area as well. Oh, interesting. Very cool. All right. Um. Yeah, that's interesting. Let's do. They seem like they don't want to move, but they will if they right. want to. So we're positioned evenly on each side to, on our side of the goal, right? That's the idea. Okay. I guess I would have to roll for this. I'm thinking, how many things can lasagna psychically pick up? Yep, it depends. Uh, so what you would do is that you would make an intelligence roll, and uh-huh. then that would give us a range, and I would assign a dice to that range, and then you would roll that size die to see how many you can move. Okay, cool. Because I want to see how much lasagna can pick up. How many okay. geodudes can pick up psychically? If you're doing it psychically, use intelligence. You need a DC 10 to get at least one. Okay. 21? Okay, that is quite good. Um, you may use a D12 plus three for the number of geodudes. Uh, that's seven geodudes. Very good. Yeah. Um, lasagna, the psychic crustal, lifts his little claws in the air, and the, the gemstone on his back glows, and seven geodudes, very spookily confused, look very distracted and concerned as uh, lasagna psychically, telekinetically transports seven of them over to Gimli's side of the pitch. Very cool. Um, hmm. Hold on. They Let get plopped down, and they're just kind of vibing. They're not super mm-hmm. worried about life at the moment. Okay, I want to gather them, like, towards, like, the middle of my side. So, okay. Like, when we drop them. Is that, sure. is that reasonable? We can just okay. say that we can, that um, lasagna put them in the middle. Okay. Because um, I want Bean to, like, move on top of that group of Geodudes and then sandstorm that area. Oh, on your side? yeah okay hell yeah um what is the radius of the sandstorm uh sandstorm's like 100 feet <laughs> oh yeah you could do the whole arena if you yeah, want Yeah, i could do the whole arena yeah but do you want it like just your side i or, do or... i kind of want to concentrate around them so it's hard to like find the geodudes that are in there okay yeah we can um the middle 10 feet we can assign as sandstorm if you wish if yeah, you want to like, make a little sand tornado to like make it hard for them to like rob us sure we can stack do geodudes we can say that you can store realistically i think 20 geodudes okay. unless you want to stack them and that would require a stacking roll like a dexterity or right right, right right how you decide yes yeah you can fit 20 geodudes in, in 10 feet i think that's fair okay so yeah we'll say that the middle um horizontal portion that is directly south of the pit is obscured in sandstorm it seems okay. that the geodude do not mind this yeah, they're okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> I figured they'd be comfy. Yeah, they kind of like uh, it. They're like, wow, this is neat. I've never heard this before. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, what is Toidle doing? <laughs> um, is this is this arena enclosed or is it's it open? It's enclosed in net. Netting. In net. 
So it's okay. like kind of flexible. Like you could probably inch out five feet beyond the arena. Okay. Um, mm. Okay. But um, it is contained. I'm going to do like a prep thing for next turn. Okay. But I'm going to have Tortle like start kicking up itself in like a flame wheel spin. Okay. Um, you can, do you want to ready it with a condition? Like, do you want to I say if, so, if X so, then Y? So I do want to get Tortle readied and spinning around. Okay. Um, in preparation for lasagna to like kind of like Mario Kart fling, like turtle shell fling Tortle around to kind of like create chaos while they try to like score stuff. So he's just oh, okay. going to keep moving. Okay. What's Tortle's movement? Uh, Tortle's movement is pretty small because he is a Tortle. Okay. 15 feet walk speed. Okay. If you want to utilize Flame Wheel as a movement utility option, we can double that to 30 if you wish. Okay. Um, but if you uh, yeah, want to use it was, as an attack, I was mostly getting it ready to like, like he's gonna he, like Tortle's not gonna move themselves. Like it's like ready the flame wheel to turn into like a flaming tortle shell to oh. get thrown around. Oh, okay, but we we will and need a new ricochet. action from Lasagna then, right? Which is good. That's why it's ready because Got Lasagna it. already did a thing. Understood. Yeah, we can totally do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I figured the prep would make it easier to get the roll next turn if we prep that action. Yeah, I'll give you advantage on it. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're just we're just prepping. We're gonna okay. engineer some chaos. <laughs> sure. Cindy's book here. Does Beans' activation of sand require an action, or is that a bonus action? Uh, that is an action. It's using sandstorm. Oh, the move sandstorm. Yes. Yeah, that's Gigalith's passive, not Beans, right? Yeah, that's where we used them in tandem before. But this is the first time I've like I yeah. kept sandstorm on Bean for this like exact scenario. Where yeah, Gigalith didn't exist. No, that makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah, that's appropriate. Is that mm -hmm. it for Gimli? That is it. Okay. First things first. Lauren's hair across. I don't think that was a surprise. Um, mm -hmm. Leaps into the Geodude pit, and it leverages its massive horn underneath all the Geodude and scoops up and flings as many as it can back towards the net where Lauren is standing, making a strength roll. Rolls low. Uh, gets a twelve. So we're gonna give it a D four plus one of Geodudes. Which it gets three. Uh, it flings three Geodude out of the pit over to Lauren's side. Mm -hmm. I'm keeping tally. That is Heracross's action. Mm -hmm. um, Lucario stands opposite of the pit, does not enter the pit, and growls and snarls and puts its hands together and then pulls them apart. And as it does, a blue bone appears uh, of like a kinetic aura energy. Lucario grabs the aura bone and boomerangs it over to lasagna um rolling to hit a bone rush into lasagna mm -hmm. a 19 to hit um i will withdraw so okay. it does not do damage okay does that boost you up what does that bring you to uh that brings me to 21 okay yeah um the bone rush connects however uh lasagna tucks into its gemstone and the bone clinks off of lasagna's gemstone and deals no damage mm -hmm. glade has a different agenda than its team members. And in this moment, Glade decides to gather some Geodudes. Glade will jump into the pit and will use its arms to pick up and throw as many Geodudes as it can in six seconds. So we're going to make a strength check. Um, ooh, very good. It gets a 22. I'm going mm. to give it a D12 plus three for this. Ooh, very good. That's incredible. Uh, almost max roll. So it gets 14 uh, Geodudes. 
as it just its eyes kind of glow with like a pinkish purple blue and it moves in lightning speed and just whoosh, 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 just throws a whole bunch of them into the net all right lauren's side currently has 16 geodudes yes and i have um, seven and yes correct and knockouts are worth three and remember you can always manipulate um the geodude counts if you wish round one yep. is over it's back to gimli Okay. It's a, it's a ten, round, ten round ten game. Round. Um, the only way to end it sooner is to knock out all the opponent's Pokemon. Gotcha. Okay. Um, we want to approach this. So they're still in the pit, right? Heracross and Galade are in the pit. Lucario is standing outside of the pit. Okay. So the pit's like its own self-contained thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's within the arena. It is lower. Um, in a in a weird way, like it seemed that Asgalade was shoveling Geodude out at rapid speed, that it was like somehow refilling with Geodude. It seems that there's just a lot of Geodude in this pit. Okay, I'm gonna position Bean to like hover over the pit. Okay. Um, towards my and like face my side. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to use the combination of Toidal and Lasagna to uh like throw Toidal into the pit. Ooh. And it's just gonna mario kart turtle shell bounce around the pit okay knocking geodudes all like things all over the place just like uh, indiscriminately we want to cause chaos yeah okay sure um okay first give me uh i guess yeah give me like oh, shit total will be able to do this i think the the goal of causing chaos is fine like as a dc check i think that will just happen especially with the ready give me an advantage intelligence check for crustle to handle that and then i want and then we'll just both roll a d20 for random elements okay so my i guess good just, roll. yeah start with crustle yeah my good roll was a yeah my good roll was a 21 okay nice um, we will say that total successfully causes chaos and as far as what chaos just give me a straight d20 and we will kind of t- determine what it looks like okay uh the d20 is a nine okay total spins around in the pit with a whole bunch of geodude heracross and galade uh it is very chaotic and fire is spewing around um and uh a bunch of geodude are flung randomly out of the pit in various directions please roll a d10 so this is where i want this is why i position being this way I want okay. to use like shadowy energy to push the geodudes that are flying up into my direction. Ooh, okay, cool. Um, what stat is that shadowy energy for Bean? It's probably still strength. Like it comes yeah. from his own. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Capabilities, do strength. So. Yeah, yeah. Do strength. He's like a strength caster. Would we consider this athletics? Mm-hmm. It, like it's kind of an extension of himself. Like I know it's like a strength caster thing though, but he's I, I just think... like using himself to exert effort. Is he proficient in athletics? He is. Okay. Yeah, if, if he has proficiency in athletics, he has to be athletic somehow, despite just right. being like a little shell. Because yeah, he's just kind of a ghost, right? Yeah. But he's still, it's weird that I'm like, yeah. I, that's why I asked. I'm like, it, no. it seems to me that makes sense that he's using his own like shadowy capabilities to do athletic things. That has to be how that proficiency is applied, I think. So, right. yes, if we, we, will, has it. we can call okay. it athletics. Yes. Okay. Um, That gives me a 15. Okay. Roll a d10. 10. Nice. Um, we will say that Bean is able, out from the chaos and the 20 Geodude that are flung, uh, Bean can retrieve 12 for Gimli's side. 
And now Tortle's just going. <laughs> I don't think the momentum's gonna die <laughs> on this one. Um, five, ten, fifteen. That gives me. That brings me to nineteen geodudes for Gimli. Does that check out? Um, that is correct. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And toilet- like the other two that are down there. Um, I think they're going to be disadvantaged for their skill check to retrieve geodudes yeah. as long as Toil's in the pit. Okay. Does that work? That works for me. Cool. I suppose that's an action from each of your mons, isn't it? That is. Okay. Very well. How do we want to do this? How do we want to do this? So I did position towards their side as well. Yeah. Um, is that if they fling Geodudes towards Bean's direction, is that an attack of opportunity that I can use to like catch Geodudes? Um. Them, it's a pokemon yeah 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 no i'm thinking and i could i could react to it right yeah you wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't be able to swipe them but you could stop them i think mm. i i okay, think it would like, take more like yeah yeah goalie yeah yeah exactly like a volleyball goalie you can spike right. it back down but right, if, right, right i think it would require an action of intention to actually relocate them to your side right i agree with that okay um which pokemon do i want to start with here um lucario has oh no lucario and galate are equally intelligent interesting Heracross oh. is is a dumbass he's a he's super a, he's a big dummy. he's a himbo yeah <laughs> yeah but lucario and galate are like pretty as far as pokemon go they're pretty like sentient. Yeah, they're pretty smart yeah um let's see um lucario's still holding his bone uh lucario observes the eldritch threat that bean provides <laughs> yeah. and is going to throw a bone rush at bean okay rolling to hit that's a 24 i believe that hits that would hit yeah okay um it's like rock blast rolling the d4 okay. got a three so this will hit four times mm-hmm. allow me to roll the damage Oh, it's super effective as well. Yeah. Okay. Not the best roll, so you got lucky. Oh, but it's four individual damage rolls, right? Okay, hold on. <laughs> one moment. The first one. Was oh no, bad. we 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 total this and double it. Oh, is that what we're doing? We don't do in, yeah, we don't do individual damages okay. for this because it was in, too much to calculate. Yes, yeah, that makes sense. If in that case, uh, forty forty points of ground type damage. Um, as Lucario flings four bones from its aura, just just uh, and they boomerang back into Lucario. Gotcha. Pretty good, Lucario. Yeah, that's um, pretty good. Heracross's primary ambition is Geodudes. That is what it's here for, and it's not smart enough to know that it's being fucked with. So it will uh, effectively mega horn the Geodudes to try and scoop them out. It has disadvantage for the strength check. The first one is a seventeen. The second one is a seven. Seven will not cut it. You need at least a ten. Um, Heracross digs its horn into the Geodudes to pull him out, and Toidal um, bonks his horn, and he gets all distracted. is unable to pull any out. Glade has a characteristic I'm rolling for. Um, Glade also decides to go on the uh, offensive. Uh, it sees the threat that Toidal is preventing Heracross from um, doing any of these shenanigans. Uh, it will leap out of the pit it's actually going to make an athletics check to do so it is able mm-hmm. to um because total's causing chaos and from range it will use a psycho cut into total rolling to hit um 15 to hit does not hit 
Damn. Psycho Cut glances off of Toidle's spinning shell, and nothing happens. Lauren currently has 16 Geodudes. It is Gimli's turn. All right, so Toidle's going to keep the momentum going, so I think that just kind of forfeits the turn. Do I need to, like, do something to keep it spinning? Yeah, DC 10, strength or dex or whatever you want. Okay, we'll do strength. Do you have athletics on Toidle? Um, I do. You can add that. That's fine. Uh, 16. That, that will do it. Yep. Okay. Cool. So we're still we're still spinning that four foot slow turn. That's yep. fine. Um, I want to keep engineering that chaos. Um, are do any geodudes get knocked because I'm still doing that? Uh, do you want them to? Um, yeah, I mean, that's the goal, right? It's just to keep knocking geodudes out of the pit the whole yeah. time and stopping what they're doing. What did no we do last time to generate it? The skill check uh, was based on Crustles, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was based on Crustles' intelligence to control. I guess. Let's, I mean, hmm. what did you just roll for total? You got a 16? I got a 16, yeah. Uh, do you want to count that? I will, so it's causing disadvantage for your opponents to scoop Geodude, so I am willing to offer it as a Geodude retrieval technique, but just nerf it while having the chaos effect. Do you want that, or do you want to just scoop Geodudes, in which case we can count it as like an athletics roll to get Geodudes? Just because it's a loaded effect to retrieve Geodudes before you prepared it, and it made sense. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, I'll just do it as a Geodude scooping effect. And not not affecting Lauren's Pokemon? Yeah, okay. that's fine. Um, a 16 nets you a D10 plus 2 amount of Geodudes. Uh, it's 10. Okay. Uh, give yourself 10 Geodudes. I will be doing it on my end as well. That brings me to 29, I believe. Yeah, 29 on my end. Pretty yeah. good. So you still got Bean, you still got Toidle, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I want to make this terrain difficult. Ooh, fun. I'm not going to be able to... I can't fight them directly as well. You think they're too it's powerful? Um, I do. They have like a lot of advantages against me, yeah. so I'm not too concerned with, especially with Tortle just being like engine of chaos, knocking things around and like scooping everything for me. Uh-huh. Um, kind of want to just make Gallade and Lucario's life difficult. Okay. So I'm gonna use Bean to kind of like be disruptive. Use a combination of teleporting shadow sneak around just like focusing my movement just to keep moving around and be annoying okay um but not attack anything like he's not fighting okay a distraction um, and then yeah just spreading rocks everywhere to make the terrain a lot more difficult with rock slide okay so oh, what, using what, rock slide to create difficult terrain is that your idea yeah i'm using like shadow sneak to like well you rock slide to create difficult terrain shadow sneak to move around the terrain to like kind of draw the attention of them just like yeah. constantly since since bean hovers he would be immune to the effects of the terrain anyways right um okay i like this you're not trying to deal damage correct exactly yeah okay um but i'm trying to make it hard for bean to hit get hit and then also make the terrain difficult to navigate for those guys yeah that's fine um what is gimli's terrain modifying passive you get advantage um, yeah i get advantage on those okay uh yeah with i mean like with the bonuses that you're yeah you should roll i'm gonna say dc8 strength to yeah. modify the terrain uh it's a 13 okay what's your goal here like what area do you wish like all the sand um yeah pretty much all the sand okay 
because of Gimli's passive, I, I am willing to offer that to you. That is kind of a big field, but Bean's kind of powerful. And uh, if you're not trying to do damage this turn, that's fine. I do need to know where Bean is going to rest after six seconds. Um, well, I think that's why I was doing the Shadow Seek part of it was like, because Rock Slide can kind of just be used at range and indiscriminately throw rocks around. Yeah, yeah. But Bean's just like being annoying amongst the rocks, like in teleporting around, like within. So he's not going frame. to remain at a position. He's just going to be. No. Okay. Yeah, the idea is to make him like much more difficult to deal with for them. That it's like, what's he gonna do? Like he's just moving around. Like is he gonna scoop some geodudes out of our range? Is he gonna just like attack us? Like they're kind of disoriented. Okay, I think if you want to make the terrain difficult, in and like making the terrain difficult and making yourself difficult to hit. Well, the the shadow sneak's a bonus thing. That's why it's like I know it seems like a lot, but because it's a bonus action for me to move around like that. Yeah, I. This turn, if you want to make difficult terrain, it's just a lot. Um, I, I will let you use Shadow Sneak to put yourself in like the bottom right corner of the arena. And since the terrain's difficult, they can't reach you. But okay. this turn, I am not certain if we're making all the sand difficult. I don't, I can't give you advantage well, we on can not focus being on hit. the area around what Galli Lucario aren't they in the same spot? Yeah, they're just above the pit. You want to just focus there? Yeah, I think focusing there is fine since we don't want to like create this crazy terrain and then also have Bean just like be a, a nuisance i'd rather just like create this air little air little area okay that they're like working around okay that works okay yeah, i figured doing not doing damage was a big deal but also like yeah it is a lot so yeah okay we can, we can turn it down okay understood um we'll say like 15 feet around lucario and galade is difficult terrain having their movement does that work yeah okay cool um did we get we didn't get lasagna yeah, lasagna hasn't gone yet. Okay. Um, hmm. uh, lasagna's gonna use psychic power to start robbing them of geodudes. Okay. Those geodudes are worth twice as much. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a good uh, way to think about it. So okay, so would I roll like intelligence to just like pick them up? Yeah, them? yeah, I think it's I think it's a similar idea. Um, they're a greater distance, but like his psychic moves have a range of at least thirty feet, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's fine. Just um. What are psychic moves? What does he have? He only has future sight. Future sight. Okay. What's the damage formula on that? The damage formula is three d eight plus nine. Yeah, it doesn't help me. Cast. Doesn't give me anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, just make an intelligence check. DC ten okay. for at least one. Uh, it's twenty one. Okay. Um, give yourself a d twelve plus two amount of geodude to swoop. D twelve plus two. That is only five, but that's fine. Okay um and yeah we'll just keep it simple we'll just say that that's a direct transfer mm. okay we're twice as much so that's fine yeah <laughs> uh you said five yep okay that's easy i can just cross out one of these tallies okay mm. anything else for gimli um that is all i have okay um that's the end of round two our totals mm-hmm. at the end of this round are 11 for lauren and 34 for gimli is that correct mm okay there's two different things we could do we can cut the duration down to like five which is perfectly mm-hmm. reasonable in my opinion or we can make it a geodude total perhaps 60 yeah it was like yeah it was like either rounds of combat need to change or a threshold needs to be able to be met do you have a, you have a preference here i kind of like the threshold i think that the idea of like a race and scoring is yeah more interesting with mm-hmm. that being said we have um Lauren's down to 11, and I said you had 34, right? Yes. 
So uh, 45 currently? Do you 45 dudes? currently. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we'll keep going. Yeah, five rounds of combat, either knock them all out, or when we get to 100 Geodudes total... Okay, that also gives it more element where stealing isn't always the best option because then you aren't removing Geodudes from the total. You know what right. I'm saying? Exactly. So, okay, cool. Round three, you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to start with Heracross because he's dumb. And he only <laughs> has one thing in mind, and that is the Geodudes. Yep. Um, My man. Now, are we considering the chaos still? Actually, you know what? No, mm-mm. Heracross has a different plan. Heracross is not oh. going for Geodudes. Sorry? You were going to say something? No, you're good. Okay. Um, Heracross was unable to get Geodudes because of Toidal, so instead he's going to try and scoop Toidal out of the pit, uh, actually. Um, very neat. We're going to... What sort of armor class? Uh, 16. Okay. I will give him strength plus proficiency, because he's using his horn. No yeah. damage, just to leverage. Um, 19. That should do it. Uh, false. Withdraw. No. Puts uh, me at 19, and armor class favors me instead of favors the attacker. Uh, yeah. my path. Yeah, that is your passive. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Heracross goes to dig his horn under Toidal, but Toidal rolls around, and Heracross... Like, nope! Yeah. Um, Heracross opens his wings in frustration, uh, but doesn't fly. He just is making himself big. Like, um, what the heck? Yeah. Not having a good time. Hmm. <laughs> I'll go with Lucario. Lucario has a game plan. I gave Heracross mm-hmm. and Lucario game plans, and Gallade is a wild card, if you were wondering. That um, makes sense. Lucario. I don't know who he wants to target, so I'm going to roll for it. Okay, he's going to target Toidal. Um, he saw that Heracross was having trouble um, hitting it, and Lucario thinks to himself, well, I can always hit it because he will use Aura Sphere, which always connects. Um, he will be doing it for damage and not to stop Toto from rolling, though. Um, okay. So, um, rolling guaranteed Aura Sphere damage. Fighting type. Not particularly high. It's like yeah, Aerial Ace, but a little bit stronger. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty good roll. Very good roll, actually. 19 points of fighting type damage as Lucario kind of Kamehameha's a ball of aura into Toto as it's spinning around. Not to dislodge, but just to deal damage. Glade. Um, Glade identifies the mental energy that is coming out of uh Crustle, but oh he's on rough terrain. Damn it. Yeah. Terrain obstruction kinda makes yeah. it harder. He can still move fifteen feet. So he'll do yep. that. And we were flavoring the terrain as fifteen feet, correct? Yes. Okay. We so movement. we yeah. will get him out of the terrain. Mm-hmm. Uh skirting towards um the crab lasagna. And uh, he only has one ranged attack, which he will fling out at Bean. Why not? Um, Firing off a Psycho Cut towards Bean, rolling to hit. Uh, That should hit. That's a 26. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Um, Neutral Psychic type damage coming through. Interesting. I didn't give this move added crit rate, but doesn't it usually have added crit rate? It's like, I think it, what, it's either, it would probably just be like 19. Uh, yeah, it got a natural 18, so I was thinking. Okay. He's not holding a scope lens or something, but. Yeah. Just for my notes, I think I gave Key Lime Psycho Cut increased crit. I just forgot what this Gallade. Anyways, uh, 29 points of psychic type damage into Gallade, as they do not attempt for Geodudes whatsoever. Um, that is it for Lauren. Okay. Very cool. All right. Uh, we're going to do that D10 
for Toidle to keep scooping up those. Oh, that was based on the athletics roll. So make the athletics roll first, because that could change the amount um, that you get for better or for worse. Yeah, that was 24. Okay, that's um, a D12 plus three worth of Geodude. Uh, eight. Okay, a good amount. Eight mm-hmm. Geodude leave the pit. And are we like kind of saying that we're volleyball them to Bean, who as a bonus action moves them? Or are we just... Uh, we can flavor that they just go in the goal, actually. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're rolling exclusively for that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Chaos. Yeah, that's fair, that's um, fair. I don't need bean position to like scoop anymore for that if we're gonna do it that way, I think. Um Everybody's you to okay. forty two, correct? Uh yeah. Okay. Continue. Okay, let's see. Do you want to engineer some chaos or do you want can I prep a future site to like scoop a lot of geodudes? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you would have to wait one turn, right? At right. least yeah um, yeah at the start of gimli's next turn yeah you can do that that's fine it's triggered as a free action um yeah. yeah we do need to determine the amount though roll your intelligence with advantage or okay. you can wait until it connects to do that that's up to you it's fine i would probably just keep the roll either way okay do you want to make like a secret roll and just unleash it on the turn just to surprise you or do you want me to just tell you what i got <laughs> uh, either's fine okay um yeah, my advantage gave me an 18. Okay, oh. cool. We'll do... That's a d12 plus one. Okay. And we can roll that with advantage, too, when it happens. Let's wait. Okay. okay. All right. Um, so we'll keep that prepped. That's all I can really do with Lasagna's turn. Okay. Um, and then... I think Bean is going to try to continue to obstruct this Gallade. Okay. Um, so we're just going to try to surround it with Rockslide Rocks again. Okay, and then not for damage, away. just for movement? Yeah. Okay, pretty effective. Pretty good call. Um, once again, because of Gimli's passive, I don't feel like I need you to roll for that. You can see if you get a crit, but I don't know how that's really going to impact it. Yeah, I'll roll to see if I crit. Okay. I do not. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, it works. Glade's movement is still restricted. Um, very annoying for Glade. Yeah, we're just kiting it around. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I'm going to teleport away from him. Okay. Anything else for Gimli? Um... I think that is all. Okay. We are at... Is this round three or round four? Shit. This is round three. No, like, with Lauren here. If we go back to Lauren, this is round three, right? Um, When Lauren finishes, that would be the end of round three. Oh, so yeah, you we'll went win. first, right? I went first, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So we're currently in round three. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was keeping track, but I have a lot of numbers written down right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on, I know. Okay. It's fine. Um... At the start of Lauren's turn, she has 11 Geodudes, and Gimli has 42. Yes, that's correct. Um, Heracross is going to... Is Heracross still pissed off at me, or is he going to yeah. go back to sleeping? No, Heracross is still mad. Um, he's going to use Megahorn proper. I think Toidle mm. resists bug, right? Does, yeah. Okay, well, so he's done. He's dumb. Yeah, Heracross doesn't know what's going on. Hit uh, with horn. I got it. Yeah, that's all he does. He's horn boy. <laughs> he just, he, he horn boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, rolling to hit Herac- uh, Mega Horn. Uh, 21 should hit. Uh, yeah, that does connect. Um, looking at my flavor for this, he does have the ability to add a knock effect, but he needs to have charge 20 feet to make it happen, so that mm. won't be happening. Instead, yeah, he'll be doing so. resisted bug damage. Which is 21. Weird. Pretty good. Okay. Powerful attack. 
Yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah. Even resisted. Yeah, yeah. He's strong. Strong boy. He is strong. He is strong. He's dumb, but he's strong. That's exactly. how it goes. Yep. All right, cool. Um, okay. Glade has chosen a clear target here. It's Bean. Uh, yeah. We'll fire off another psycho cut at Bean. Since that's the only movie. Well, he, he could. Um, oh. Well, I cut it out. Like, where? Like, I try to get it, keep, like, cl- like, keep the distance out. So is he close enough? Uh, roll it with disadvantage then. I think so. Yeah, okay. I think it's a bit of a distance. Okay. Especially he didn't move out of the terrain first, right? Did he? No, just it's a ranged attack one, and inhibiting movement plus making yourself harder to hit is kind of a lot, but I will respect it. Um, disadvantage to hit psycho cut, natural three, and natural okay. eleven. Uh, eleven plus attack bonus should be nineteen to hit. Um, that still connects. Okay. Rolling. Psycho cut. Uh, 24. 24 points of psychic type damage. Perfect. Okay. That puts me at 3 HP. Let's nice. <laughs> Hanging That's in there. That's great because I get to auto live a hit, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I was um, like, okay, don't go to one. Don't go to one or below one. <laughs> We're alright. Uh, Lucario goes next. Lucario is combat boy. He has more ranged options than Gallade. Um, it's very interesting. He will. He's going to attack Toidle. Following okay. up for Heracross. Either this time he's going to use a Psychic. Psychic. Um, okay. And I have Psychic as a roll to hit move. So we will do that. Um, the attack bonus is not super high. That gives him a dirty 10. That should not connect. That doesn't connect. Okay, Lucario uh, focuses his mind power into Toidle and finds nothing there but a, a candle um, that is a flame. And there is no psychic thing to uh, influence. Toidle does not lend his thoughts to Lucario. No. Um, no thought. Cool. End of round three. Let's start round four. Mm-hmm. Gimli. Okay. So we are going to... Use Lasagna's Future Sight plus regular lifting ability to scoop a bunch of uh, Geodudes out. Yes. And I told you uh, D12 plus two, I think. Plus three. I think it was D12. I think it was D12 plus three. And with advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Roll that. So that's for the Future Sight. That is seven on the Future Sight activation. Oh, no. We already rolled the Future Sight activation. Really? Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like, that's the amount of Geodudes I get for Future Sight. Oh I yes, correct. But then I can also like I, I just I that's the only action I get. That's a free action for the future side. You channeled it, so yeah, you can do something else. Yeah, because I'm just gonna like I get the seven and I'm gonna lift more just naturally. Oh okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so yeah, you do need to make that intelligence check separately. Uh, that is a five. Okay, uh, <laughs> like for the intelligence check. Yeah. Okay, that you need a ten to scoop any. So unfortunately, okay. um, lasagna is a little burnt out from the future site. Yeah. Okay. So I got the seven. Yeah. Good. Let me add that seven. I forgot. That. that brings you to forty-nine. You may continue. Forty-nine to like nothing. But yeah. I am still worried about HP, but yes. Clock's ticking. Yep. Yeah. Tortle's just gonna continue to do what they were doing. So. Okay. Scooping some up to collect. Yep. Okay. Athletics. Athletics. That's a sixteen. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a D ten plus three. Uh, 11 cool that's it. very good mm-hmm. um 11 more geodudes pop 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 now that brings you from... to even 60 i believe 
Yes. Okay. And what does she have? 11? Yes. Okay, so we're at 71. Needless to say, her game plan has changed. <laughs> it is knockout Pokemon. Yes. Okay. Um, she doesn't have much time to do it. No. And Crystal hasn't time. taken any damage, right? That's true. Um, Bean's going to Shadow Ball Gallade. Okay. Let's do that. Um, so that connects because uh, it's well, shit. It's like twenty-three. Yep. Okay. That's twenty-three. Super effective. Plus nine, twenty-eight, and then minus two on their hits for next turn. Okay, twenty-eight points of damage. Yep. And then I that was am super effective. Going... Yes. Low roll. Um, I guess kind of. Yeah. Okay. It's only only normally two d eight, so. Oh, okay, got it. Um, and then I'm going to have Bean, uh, position itself behind Lasagna, okay, to be like kind of protected because he's getting pretty weak. Okay, so we want to give Bean some cover then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's totally fine. Well, that'll be a more disadvantage and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Very good. And Toil's just still rolling around in the pit. Yep. Great. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. Uh, Lauren's turn. As I said, she realizes she cannot win on Geodude Count. She doesn't believe in her Pokemon to be nimble enough to steal from your side. Uh, she will be going for KOs. Heracross is in the pit and acknowledges that Bean is behind cover. And Heracross has one ranged attack, which it will use. Um, Heracross puffs out his cheeks in a comedic manner and spews out a bullet seed uh, towards lasagna. Um, rolling to hit? 18 to hit? Uh, no. You're going to use withdraw? No, I don't have to. Oh, it just doesn't hit. That's my armor class, so it favors me. Damn, yep. Uh, bullet seed cling, 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 cling off of Crestle's uh, body, and Heracross looks not less angry and now just disappointed in itself. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> exactly. Trying. Um, Glade will target Toidal because it's having a hard time moving around, and Toidal's just in the pit. Um, in fact, Glade is going to use a risky maneuver. Uh, because the train is rough, I'm going to make him make a strength check just to, for this to work, actually. I'll describe it later. Oh, he crits the strength check. Okay, he's fine. Um, he jumps in the pit and goes for a close combat uh, into the spinning turtle. His intention is to, like, intercept it and go bah, 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 with his fists. Um, rolling to hit close combat. Uh, 22 to hit. That does hit. Okay. Rolling it neutral close combat. Dealing... A low roll, 18 points of fighting type damage. Excellent. Very low roll. Um, you observe that after Glade uses this attack, he's breathing heavily, and it seems like he is temporarily easier to hit. Mm -hmm. uh, Lucario's turn. Lucario's mar marching around. Yeah, Lucario's going to join in on the fun. Fire off an Aura Sphere for guaranteed damage into Toidal. Just eliminate one at a time would be best. Dealing 13 points of fighting type damage with an aura sphere. Very good. Uh, that's it for Lauren. And that ends round four. This is the last round. Round five. Gimli. Close it out. Looks okay. pretty good for you, but just, you know, you never know. It does. It does. I just need to kind of salvage myself, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So I want Tortle first to escape the pit. We're kind of we're good at collecting. We're okay. Fine. We have like a fifty point advantage. Yeah. Um, I don't think they can catch that back up. Obviously, so uh, we're gonna get him out, and then there's two in the pit. So I'm going to rock tomb in the area to try to trap them inside that pit. Okay. Um, I didn't specify. Lucario used Aurasphere at range. Glade is in the pit. Um, oh, what, what's Lucario the... didn't get. Lucario was in the pit before he fired that shot. Did he get out of the pit to do that? Uh, Lucario never entered the pit. I thought Lucario did when he had, like when he was going to with Heracross. No, that was Glade. Okay. Lucario never his his uh, objective is not Geodudes. It is damage. Oh, but there's two there's two Pokemon in the pit. Heracross and Glade. Okay, that's fine. That still works. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna try to tomb them inside the pit. Okay, you may do so. What is the like radius for Rock Tomb? Does it say thirty feet? Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, I just want to tomb. So I just roll. Do I roll myself? Because normally it's a check for them. But like, I'm just tombing the pit. Um, I have no intention of dealing damage. I just want to bury them. Oh sure. Um, make that a strength check. I think. Yeah, and add your attack bonus. Okay. The attack bonus should include your strength modifier, so you should just do the strength modifier. Okay. Oh, is there an attack bonus, or is that a save move? Sorry. That's normally a save move. But What's I the DC on the save? It's 15. Yeah, just DC 10 strength. Oh, okay. To make sure that works, okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. That's good. I barely made that. That's an 11. So. Okay, that'll do it. Yeah. Using the rock tomb as described to mean Glade and Heracross. If they want to break free, they will have to make... Um, a strength check um let's give it hp roll for oh, damage or like, it break it okay yeah let's give the rocks hp just roll the damage and see how much that is and that will be the hp okay they are fighting types and i feel like they should yeah, be able to do it it's but... only 11 hp yeah okay but it will but consume an action an action yep. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay cool nice All what's right. next hmm yeah, what is next uh um, I want Bean to rock slide to try to restrict the movement of Lucario. Okay. So same idea, I guess. We're just rolling strength to create that terrain around Lucario to make it hard. Yeah, I think so. I got a 13. Oh, wait. Yeah, 13. That's right. Okay. Yeah, that'll restrict his movement for sure. And then I think I just want Lasagna to probably contribute to the rocks HP. Sure. How so, so we're just gonna add we're gonna add it in with a rock blast to add to the pile. Is that sure. viable? Yeah, why not? Sure. Live a okay. little. So this would roll the hit. Do I just roll it like I had before? Like that Ye- if it's successful and we roll damage or yeah, something? If it's rolled a hit, add your attack bonus to it. Okay. Okay, that is a sixteen to hit yeah. the rock. To yeah. add the HP to the rock pile. Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, do I add the rock blast damage or we want to roll something different? Yeah, yeah, I'll leave it up to you. I don't know what else it would be, because if we did damage before, we could just keep doing damage, I think. Okay, let's see the amount of rocks. Okay, so I fire off three instances of Rock Blast. So that is 19 additional health. Okay, and the other one was 11, so we're at 30. Yeah, Okay. that makes it a little bit harder. Sure. Um, We're going to keep being positioned behind... uh, lasagna for the turn so everyone's just a little bit harder to move great on their side yeah sure absolutely is that it for Gimli yeah that's it okay Heracross gonna try and break these rocks let's see it um dumb energy does he get it (laughs) I'm gonna flavor it as part of his arm thrust Mm -hmm. um 
He gets an 18 on the die. So if we add the damage or the attack bonus, that'd make it a 26. Let's see how much damage he can deal. It is rocks. Would you do? Would you agree to making them super effective? Because I guess I guess we can do that. Fighting types yeah. they, break they, break rocks. Yeah. Yeah, they break rocks. Yeah, they break rocks. How many times does it hit? It hits two times. Fifteen points doesn't even fully break it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, even though it's futile, Gallade will follow up with the close combat. Rolling to hit. It hits. <laughs> um, perhaps Gallade should have gone first. Because Gallade can do way more damage with this thing. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm just happy I saved the revive. Okay. Yeah, Gallade deals uh, 58 points of damage, uh, mm-hmm. which definitely does it. Gallade should have gone first. That's fine. Um, it's just Lucario. Uh, Lucario's not in range of anything. Uh, a bell dings in the distance. Bing, 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 bing. And Lauren says, No, I couldn't do it. You had so many Geodudes. In fact, you had 60 Geodudes to my 11. I never stood a chance. Um, and she walks forward to the, towards the sand and intends to meet Gimli there. Will you uh, unite with her in the sand pit? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. She reaches into her... She doesn't have a pocket on her workout uniform. Lucario hands her a stack of cash. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, he just said, oh, I got your purse. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Lucario um, gives you 23 Pokemon dollars. Less than GG, which is funny, but that's what the dice decided and gg or sorry lauren fully heals your team except for power points full hp yes of course lauren says an impressive display of your power but we'll see if if you can handle the top boss brawly i believe in you gimli thank you bows (laughs) um yeah she'll bow too yeah i was like i just think it's like a culture thing here yeah i guess i gotta bow the kid did it like yeah the the kid did it because she's been in rigorous training but lauren's a little more casual but she sees your bow and she remembers her roots and realizes it's the respectful honor honorable thing to do um do you progress forward to challenge brawley i do okay uh you progress deeper into this kind of tunnel of a gym challenge and as you move forward the sand well first the the nets are raised and then the sand pit gets obscured in darkness and before you um kind of stadium lights turn on four of them and they illuminate a uh 25 by 25 boxing ring uh there is a blue corner and a red corner and in the blue corner standing there jumping around is brawly uh he's got like blue hair and he's wearing orange trunks and he just seems like a really athletic kind of fit kind of guy he says oh a new challenger welcome and he hops down from the ring and he approaches you and he says it looks like you've collected quite a few gym badges so for this challenge you get to make the rules uh and by that he specifies that there are three pokemon involved you may decide If you want a single battle, a double battle, or a triple battle, and for the previous two options, you can choose how many Pokemon are involved. Okay. Um, I think we'll just do a double. Okay. You want a double with two or a double with three? Mm, let's see. Let's do. Let's do a double with with two. Double with two. Yeah. Okay. He's going to decide which ones he wants to use. How, is he, how can I do this in dice? Hold on. Uh, D4 and 4 is a reroll. Okay, he decided. Interesting choices, Brawly. <laughs> um, which two is Gimli bringing? Uh, Bean and Lasagna. Okay. Um, Brawly hops back over the ropes and he says, This is where we typically hold battle. You ready to join me? Absolutely. Let's okay. do it. 
uh, you and your team are ready to take the red corner. This will be pretty straightforward. No uh, shenanigans, no gimmicks. It's a it's a double battle. Um, yeah. Brawly will reveal his two chosen Pokemon. Um, first, a, a humanoid Pokemon with kind of a very muscular gray uh, body wearing a championship belt and forearms. It is mm. clearly Machamp. Yes. Um, the other Pokemon uh, vaguely reminds you of Quacko. Except he is holding a very massive leak, and he has like a leak shield equipped, um, mm-hmm. and it's a bird that seems oddly muscular. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, just so you know, I don't know if this is canon or not, but the dice decided that uh, Brawly would not bring his ace for some reason. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Where's Horiyama, bro?" Yeah, uh, he's, he just didn't feel like it, you know. Horiyama is like, not today, bro. Like you haven't seen these guys yet. Yeah. So yeah, Machamp and Surfest are your opponents. Um, hmm. It doesn't necessarily matter where you lay out your Pokemon, but which two did you choose again? I choose Bean and Lasagna. Okay. Let the battle begin. Roll initiative. Very cool. I rolled a 12. He also rolled a 12. Uh, he has plus two decks. Okay, I have no decks. Okay. So he gets it. Brawly will go first. Bean and Lasagna. Bean and Lasagna. Okay. This should be interesting. Um, Machamp is particularly good at one thing, and that one thing is punching. Oh, he loves to punch. He He loves loves punching. Um, As a bullet action and to move himself directly in melee range of lasagna, he will throw out a bullet punch. Uh, 27 to hit. Uh, That does hit. Um, Is it super effective or... It, it is should super be. Effective. Okay. It's steel, yeah. Okay. This is a bonus action bullet punch. Um, dealing 12 points of steel damage. Machamp will follow up with his proper action. Dynamic punch. Uh, rolling to hit. Gimli notices that as Machamp swings his arms, he does so with a mentality of, like, nothing else matters. I if that I makes understand. sense. I, I understand. <laughs> okay. Um giving him advantage to hit uh that being said his best roll for dynamic punch was 18 does that connect uh no damn that's loco uh it may have been a resisted hit or maybe it was neutral i'm not sure what it was neutral it was neutral oh wait no do i get psychic properties it's whatever's on your sheet whatever i put on your sheet uh pokemon unique shell crustle gains massive in stab on at the bottom a number of psychic abilities. Oh, okay, okay. Let me actually pull up the real sheet then. Oh, okay. I um, I did something and I had a method. I just forget what it was. I might have done all three types, or maybe I just did two. I'm not sure. Uh, resisted to fighting. Okay, yep. so I did all three then, because that's buggy. You did all second. three. Yeah. Okay. That's fun. Um, that is fun. <laughs> I was like, wait. I, I was like, I thought it was just neutral. That's why I thought he was the same pick. I didn't know he resisted. To be honest, I thought, yeah. I was like, I'm just going for whatever I can here. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, that's pretty hype. Um, one dynamic punch PP down as his fists clink off of Lasagna's shell. Impressive. Yeah, um, he does the crystal, like, rise up, like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Surfetched locks eyes with Bean and with, like, impossible movement and intending to perhaps surprise Bean. Um, F- Surfetched uses the move First Impression. Mm. Um, making quite the entrance uh, yeah. this is in fact a bonus action 
Okay. Uh, I believe does ghost resist bug is my question. It does. It does. So does rock. So. Oh, okay. Well, we will only count one. I know. I know it doesn't double down, but either yeah. way, it's resisted. Yeah. Um, twenty six to hit should hit. Uh, it does. Yeah. Okay. This is a three dice move, so I will just cut it in half. Um, fifteen points of bug damage, and it appears. I mean, not it appears. Just so you know, this move will not be used again. It is first impression. Yeah, it is the first impression. Yes. Yeah. Um. Gallade, or not Gallade, Surfetched will swing his leak at Bean with a Leaf Blade. Oof. Um, rolling to hit. Does a 13 hit. It does not. Okay. Bean narrowly phases out of existence as the leak uh, swings to connect with Bean. Um, a, a lucky dodge. However, yes. Gimli may now take an action. Okay. Um... So we're going to first do uh, a Shadow Ball into Surfetch. Okay. Does a 17 hit? It does. Okay. So that's minus two to your next rolls. And he takes 21 damage. Not bad at all. We're also going to... No, this is fine. Um, I'm going to also Shadow Sneak behind Surfetch as well. Okay. Uh, Just as a bonus action. Okay. Might as well use that every turn. Uh, 19 definitely hits. Very good. And then... Uh, 8 damage. Solid. As uh, Shadow Ball into Shadow Sneak. Mm-hmm. And then for Lasagna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Future Sight towards... And I do not have to roll to hit this. Correct. It will just Maybe. channel, and yeah. you can launch It'll... it when you're ready. Yep. Okay. Yep, so we'll just do the channel, and I have no bonus actions for them, so that is it. Very good. Back to Brawly. We will once again start with Machamp. Machamp, um, all he thinks about is punching. Yeah. All he cares about. Bonus action bullet punch. Um, 19 to hit. Uh, who's he hitting? Uh, uh, Krussel. Uh, we'll withdraw that. Okay. One withdraw PP down, one bullet punch PP down. Um, once again, going for the dynamic punch into into lasagna. A natural 19, so 27. That does it. Okay. Resisted. Dynamic punch. Dealing 23 points of damage. Okay. And Krussel is now confused. Lies. Lumberry. Oh, you had it equipped! Yep. Wild. Okay. But Champ doesn't have many dynamic punches. Damn. One missed, one... Jeez, okay. Strategy, love it. Yeah. Holding that for like (laughs) probably a year. (laughs) Dude, worth it, honestly. I know. Wow. Okay. Uh, Surfetched. We'll once again try for the Leaf Blade into Bean. Rolling to hit. Uh, Does a 15 hit? Um, It is minus two, correct? Oh, correct. It is. Yeah, true. True. 13 does not hit. Ooh, hoo, hoo. Surfetch with the murky eyes from the Shadow Ball. <laughs> um, those do wear off, right? But not if you reuse Shadow I Ball. Never hear, yeah. Okay. Damn. The fighting type gym leader having a hard time with these tricky rocks. <laughs> tricky rocks, baby. Tricky rocks. Yeah, okay. Uh, back right. to Gimli. Um, we are going to unleash the future site onto Surfetch. Okay. Surfetch so is... will take it. That is 68 plus 9. Let's see what that does. That's kind of a lot. Oh, yeah. It's the super effective, so. Um, okay. That is 
What, oh my god, math. 35 damage? Okay, Surfish can handle that. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to channel another feature site is my action. Okay. For that. Cool. Okay. It is stored in the aether, ready for you. Of course. I see something coming. What is it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're just gonna we'll go for another shadow ball into okay. the surfetch. We gotta keep him knocked down because he's definitely the biggest threat. Okay. Um. Duh. I mean, yeah, it does. Uh, this is a twenty-six. Yes, it sure does. So then again, minus two to his next roll. Ooh, good damage roll okay uh 23 all right surfetch is getting significantly damaged as all these attacks are uh, focusing into surfetched um he stands stalwart with his shield and his his lance but uh mm-hmm. not necessarily unwavering you can tell that the duck has experienced some damage anything else for gimli um we are going to shadow sneak into surfetch as well so we might as well use it i got not enough that is only since i rolled a two that is only a 10 so he does not get hit wow damn you, you still get the movement if you, i mean it's it's we're not really doing movement in this battle yeah we're, um, we're kind of in a ring so it doesn't yep. matter yep 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 okay very well back to brawly brawly sees that machamp is having a hard time with the psychic type mm-hmm. and would rather assist surfetch so um as to not provoke an attack of opportunity uh, Machamp will use bullet punch to move out of melee range and strike mm. bean with a bullet punch. Okay. Uh, 13 to hit. Probably doesn't hit. Does not hit. Okay. Um, Machamp will uh, take two of th- his two fists behind his head and pull them backwards as they get all frosty and cold and smack into bean with an ice punch. Um, rolling with advantage based on his ability no guard gives him mm-hmm. a 21 to hit okay that does connect okay it is resisted does rock resist ice i think so yeah what does it say at the bottom of your sheet let me see i thought it did hold on i don't think it does like aerodactyl taking an ice punch is super effective that's the way i think of it oh is it yeah oh, never mind um uh, now you're right it does not resist it okay okay neutral ice type damage uh rolling no stab boost, so 16 points. Not super high. 16 points yeah, of ice-type damage. Mm-hmm. That's it for... Oh, no. Surface didn't go. Hee-hee. Oh, hee-hee. Surface is going to continue leaf-blading. Because, believe it or not, that is kind of the only thing it can do. Uh, rolling leaf-blade. Uh, 24 to hit. Uh, 24... For does bean. hit uh yeah that does hit unfortunately can't do okay. anything about it yeah um super effective grass type damage you did dodge mm-hmm. the crit thankfully mm-hmm. um oof big hit 38 38 points of grass type damage as a sling sling into bean yep gotcha okay that's it for brawly okay so back to business future site comes out first okay In- free action right into surfetch we're gonna keep that focus going okay uh, plus nine, so that is thirty-nine damage. That's a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. That brings okay. Surfetch to negative six. Oh, uh, <laughs> Surfetch is knocked out. Nicely done. Man. Future side, channel another one. Yeah. <laughs> it, Keep it going, baby. I'm thinking that is a concentration move, right? Does it specify? We haven't touched concentration much in this campaign. It is not a concentration move. Okay. Okay. You just can't you can't channel multiple future sites, but it, it does consume an action. Okay. So 
And then it says it can be unleashed at any point during the combat. Um, but it doesn't say it's a concentration spell. Okay. When we level up, we might have to look at balancing it. Yeah, because uh, after you get the first cast off, it's yeah, just, it, is, it is basically a move. That always hits. That's, like, not weak, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just, like, you sacrifice one turn, but then if you keep chaining it, because it's a free action. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we probably should look to balance that. <laughs> okay. Well, it's good for now, but maybe when we level up, we'll look at it. Um, either way, I don't think... Uh, even if it were nerfed, I think it would still be incredibly useful in this fight. So, yeah, oh, uh, yeah, it would have been good either way. It's just, yeah. yeah. Uh, Machamp is standing. Okay. Um, the channel, we're good there, and now we can focus Machamp. Yep. Um, he is just a punchy boy, huh? Yes, he has not taken damage yet, but he loves yeah. the punch. He does love the punch. Um, I don't think there's anything I get from Sandstorm besides Chip, but Chip is good. But yeah, if it takes an action to do, it, 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 it's a whole action, so I don't know if it's worth it. Especially because they're the champ's not going to like suplex me or something, so he's just punching. Yeah. Um, for clarity, <laughs> so, no guard is just permanent reckless attack, basically. Okay. So yeah, yeah. he gets advantage, but you get advantage. Right. Very cool. Okay. Um. So yeah, we'll shadow ball into Machamp here. Okay. So I get advantage, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, nineteen. That hits. Uh, 2d8. He gets minus 2 on his next rolls. That was a pretty bad roll. 14 damage. We'll take it. And then we'll just do our classic Shadow Sneak after. No point using Rock Slide right now. Because um, he is freaking Machamp. He does not care about Rock Sliding at all. Yeah. Uh, okay. Roll to hit. Not good. Does a 15 hit? It meets. Meets it, beats it. Meets it, beats it, except for me. All right. Uh, <laughs> except for Gimli. Uh, wow, we're doing so much. Uh, eight damage. Literally the lowest roll possible. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes when you're in the It'd ring, like you just do your best, you know? Yeah, sometimes you just got to do your best. <laughs> that's, that's, <all laughs> that's, that's my champ's advice. <laughs> of course. Uh, anything else for Gimli? Uh, now good. Okay. Huh. He is kind of cornered, but he has four arms, but, you know, he can only he do so much. He does have four arms. That's uh, two arms per Pokemon he's That's fighting. true. That's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, he is going to... Well, he's bullet punching. He has a lot of those, so yeah. he'll bullet punch into... He'll focus down Beam. Beam took a Leaf Blade. Uh, bullet punch into Beam with advantage, mm -hmm. but minus two. Um, his better roll was an 11, down to nine, but with his attack bonus is 17 to hit. That does hit. Okay, bullet punch will hit. Super effective. Steel type damage. As bullet punch deals. Ten. Clean ten. Um, and then just for fun, just for variety. Gonna switch things up. Pulls back his lower two arms and slams them into being with a thunder punch. Oh. So now we know his whole moveset. That's crazy. <laughs> he punches. Yeah. He There's punches. No way. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Um Oh He's got God. four punches for four arms. That's great. And he got one of the lowest rolls possible, dealing eight points of electric-type damage. Oh, I didn't roll to hit. Yeah, I didn't roll to hit. Sorry. Uh, he got natural 16 plus eight, 24. That hits. Yeah, he's got it easy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Eight electric damage. Not great. Um, Not great. So, yeah, he's got dynamic punch, bullet punch, and he has bolt beam in punches. Which is neat. That's cool yeah. coverage. <laughs> yeah. No guard, punch of punches. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of bad into this duo with dynamic punch. But... Did you know Machimp doesn't get Iron Fist? 
<laughs> that's a that's that's like criminal. <laughs> what bullshit is that? Uh, no guard sounded like fun. So no no guard is cool though. Yeah. I, I like how you flavored and balanced it though, because yeah. it's like it's not like every move is guaranteed to hit. That'd be absolutely stupidly broken. Yeah, for but... sure everything hits Machamp, but <laughs> exactly. But it's like, yeah, well, <laughs> I think advantage is definitely more fair. Yeah. Um, that's it for Machamp. That's all he can do. Okay. He's looking healthy. Um, he looks. He is fine. looking healthy, but he's not gonna for very long. Um, so we're gonna unleash the future sight onto him now. Okay. So future sight sixty-eight, super effective, and that's forty-five damage. Nice, good hit. As his mind gets hit. blasted with crab thoughts. <laughs> not crabs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like to imagine future sight is literally just casting crab rave into their mind. And <laughs> Dude, <just> it. <laughs> hell yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, Machamp would he's go crazy. Future sight, he's just like if we change to a channel skill, he has to crab rave the whole time yeah. to keep future sight going. <laughs> True. I would, yeah, I think making this a concentration spell will make the most sense. Yeah, well, probably. We'll, yeah, 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 we'll deal with that when we get there. Hmm. Everything's a play test in this campaign. Of course, yeah, we're yeah. gotta be willing to flex the rules. Yep. Uh. Okay, so we did. We're gonna rechannel Future Sight again because that's the obvious thing to do. Absolutely. Um, and then uh, now we're on to Bean. So, I feel like just because I'm having the thought. Sorry. Another alternative for balancing is just to lower its PP to like three or something. I don't know it, if we want that. Yeah. But yeah. That, right now it's like ten. It's yeah. really high. So we can so. either mess how it's channeled or just make it three. In which Maybe case, you not just have the to five instead of three. I think five is fine. For combat, though, your... you'll, you'll get all of those off. You're like, you don't have to be careful with five, I feel like, you know? I guess that's fair. I mean, like, for challenges like this, though, I would be done. Like, I would have no more shots that's off true. after three consecutive battles. Okay, yeah, we, we can talk about it. Yeah, I think maybe a channel and then five is fine. Yeah. Versus, like, a three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's three, then it'll just be like, yeah, just keep it the same as it is currently. Yes, I would agree with that, yeah. Okay, either way. Beam time. Beam time. Beam time. What is the damage on Sandstorm per turn? Because it's like it's their proficiency damage. bonus. Oh, they take proficiency bonus damage. That so it's four a from lot. a champ. Okay, yeah, that's not a lot. Okay, it's just worth it to keep comboing him. I think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is his charisma? I don't know. That's funny. What um, if I scare him? <laughs> you could, dude, I mean, you could. <laughs> Can I like shadow sneak to try to spook him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, absolutely. Um. Oh my god, wait, no. Okay, this will be so ridiculous. Um I'm still a ghost. I can skip about it. Let's like <laughs> I want I, I kinda want Bean to like uh since Bean's kind of an abstract thing right now. Yeah. So <laughs> I tell I tell Lasagna to close his eyes. Okay. Um and then I want Bean to kind of like turn around as a carapace. Uh huh. Because it's kind of like I would imagine, like Bean's kind of got like a big crack down the back of his shell. Yeah, and for like sure. The thing comes out. Yeah. I want him to like open it up a little bit and show Machamp what it looks like. <laughs> oh no! Like the Elder Tour. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, the only logical thing to do would be for Machamp to save. Uh, I want you to roll dice, but I don't know how that makes sense. I think what? it's like an intimidation. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, and that will determine our DC. Um, right, and then I roll my strength versus your charisma. Yep, 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 yep. Let's do that. Or is it, is it your charisma or wisdom for intimidation? Because I normally it's my charisma, but it switches to strength because it's me. But like, how does how, what's the what's the normal thing for intimidation? Do they use charisma for that? Just 
in general yes i just okay i'm thinking based on like the gravity of what may appear it may be mm-hmm. different i think if it were a player character i'd make him do intelligence but i don't think machamp is going to be looking at this with intelligent thought we'll just say mm-hmm. charisma i think his charisma stats lower so we'll do that that's pretty bad okay um what'd you get i only got a 10 okay well machamp has a plus zero so uh he got an 18 okay okay um fort good idea though that's a neat one yeah uh i i want a flavor that it's not that machamp wasn't scared it was just that uh bean was unable to expose the true horror of its nature of itself yeah yeah, that's a better flavor than like okay. yeah, because that should scare anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, it was terrifying when he ate the bones. So yeah, it's just like. But now I just like bake that into Bean's cannon for now. Yeah, I it's can't like, imagine it, look like a C-tar. It's gonna be it, terrifying. It's too bright, you know these stage lights and stuff. Like yeah, the, the shadowy spookiness. Yeah, um, we can still sneak in a shadow sneak. To you hit, can though, absolutely. So we're gonna we're gonna do that or see how that goes. Oh, I get advantage on that. Okay. Thank God I did. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a. This should be a twenty-one to hit. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Let me just roll the quick damage here. Bad roll again, Bean. You're killing me. Um, eight damage. Okay. Well, I mean, still two v one, but maybe it won't be for long. Who knows? Uh. <laughs> Machamp will. I'm assuming you're done. I am done. Okay. Machamp will switch targets. Um, it wants to swing its final dynamic punch into the crab, uh, but first it will bullet punch um, for scooting around. It has advantage. You didn't hit it with Shadow Ball, so... I did um, not. 22 to hit should hit. Uh, was he eating bean, or is he doing lasagna? Lasagna. Okay. Uh, so, still super effective. Bug should resist steel. That'd be cool, but it's fine. Uh, six, six points of steel damage. Okay. Not bad at all. And he will swing his final dynamic punch uh, mm-hmm. with advantage to hit. Uh, one was a crit fail. One was a natural 15, so that makes it a 23 to hit. Uh, that does hit. Okay, resisted dynamic punch. Deals a terrible roll. 13 points of fighting type damage, and lasagna is confused. Yes. Okay. Uh, confusion rules are in rules and sheets. Basically, before your action, or at the start of your turn, specifically not before your action, you roll a d4 and it, or no, a d20, and it based on what you roll determines on what happens and that's okay. it from a champ so start of my turn let's roll confusion yeah d20 uh i'll look it up specifically a 10 or lower is you take damage and skip uh i think i don't remember the exact numbers 16 through 20 you break out um let me and then otherwise you like get your turn but you're still confused correct okay so, so I, I got to... 11 okay let me see it's just a raw d20 there's no pluses or anything Yes. On a result of okay. 10 or lower, you drop concentration and hurt yourself. So on 11, mm-hmm. you're just confused, but you still get to act. Okay. Very good. Nice. Um, And for the record, oh. Future Sight would be stored in the ether. I don't think you would drop it. I think you just wouldn't execute it. If you yeah, it gets three turns to be stored. Yep. So it would continue to be stored until... If I don't use it within the three turns, then it will drop from the ether. That's like the logic anyway, I would yeah. assume. No, I like that. Um, okay. Um, Yeah, we're going to unleash the Future Sight while we have the chance to. Okay. Um, relatively low roll. Plus nine is 37 damage. 37 points of super effective psychic damage, Machamp, is still standing. Yep. He still continues to stand. What a guy. We'll rechannel Future Sight, of course, while I have the chance to. 
Okay. Um, we could store that in the ether. Bean's dismay from not being able to unleash its own horrors. <laughs> uh, we're gonna just go for the classic ball into sneak combo. Yeah, love it. So we'll roll for ball. Um, ball gets an 18. That will hit. Okay. So minus two on the champ rolls, and we do 20 damage. Uh, do you have any flavor for Bean knocking out Machamp? Oh, he's done! He's done. Um, uh, <laughs> I think Bean, like, well, well he'll, he'll approach, Bean's, a, Bean's like really likes to be in people's faces, even though he's using ranged attacks. So yes. he's just gonna go right into Machamp's face and just like shotgun spit the, the Shadow Ball right into his face. Yeah. And just knock him out. You get the big X's on his face from being classic Pokemon knocked out. So. Mm-hmm. Hands Pretty just simple. just splayed out. Yep ton hanging out um, and then uh <laughs> then he raises his uh his shadowy things like in the form of like little hands to like raise his hands in the air that he succeeded oh yeah yeah, yeah. i like yeah. that little little instead of, the, instead of the tendrils they look like little like ghostly arms he's like yeah just wait for them in the air <laughs> fantastic i love it mm-hmm. um yeah congratulations brawly recalls as machamp and says, I'm used to miners being rock-type specialists, and I think you have rock-types, but they had an incredible <laughs> matchup against me. They're a little different, yeah. <laughs> he, Brawly says, well, very well. Nicely done. And he reaches into his pocket and gives you 300 Pokemon dollars. Yeah. Uh, he gives you the Knuckle Badge. Nice. Uh, it is a it is the same color as Brawly. Uh, it's got the, his blue hair, and then there's mm-hmm. like a little thumb part of the boxing glove that it looks like, and that's orange, that like his okay. trunks. Um, yeah. And Brawly says, uh, this looks to be your fifth gym badge. You get one more, you can use your full party. You can carry it with you anywhere in Hoenn. Right. Any idea what that last gym's going to be? Ah, we'll know when we get there. <laughs> he says... I wish you the best. If you're out at sea, I think there's two obvious options. You can go to uh, Sutopolis and you can go to Moss Deep. There's two different specialists there. Although I've heard uh, Sutopolis gym has been closed for a while, so I'm not so sure about that. But Moss Deep, for sure. Very cool. We'll keep that in mind. Travel with my group. And I give him a nice bow. <laughs> Thank oh, you hell for the yeah. Uh, he, will, he will give you a bow as well. He seems rusty. It seems like he's been a boss for so long. He hasn't been bowing yeah, as like, much oh. as he should. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he gives it to you and, uh, he gives you a little thumbs up and he turns around and he says, uh, did you come in with the, uh, with, uh, Delaney's Gothitelle? Was that your group? Yeah, that was us. He says, I, I've met the Gothitelle before. I, I, I would let you go out the back, but I think, uh, I don't, I don't think Delaney would like me for that. I'm just going to have you walk back out the way you came in. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll have to be double with them. I'm <laughs> going to have to get someone else in here afterwards and I'll take a nice nap, I guess. He says, well, I'm looking forward to the next opponent. Have a good one. Oh, you too. Thank you. Uh, he gives you a little salute off, and he jumps back in the rain, and he uh, sends out his Hariyama, which you didn't get to battle with, and he starts punching into his fists. He's training. Um, <laughs> of course. Uh, as you walk through the gym, everything is illuminated now in this gym. And uh, is there anything you wish to do or say, or do you just want to go back to the reception area? Um, I think we just go back to reception. I don't think there's anything I do in here, and there's nothing really I can do in between. So pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the yeah. Do for town police department is a, they have their way. Um, you make it back through the big red doors. They close behind you, and you see Gothitelle. Um, its eyes roll back out from the back of its head and make eye contact with with you, yep. like it observes what you've done. <laughs> it was like, can I get comfortable before? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Gothitelle just wait patiently for you to get into a good spot. 
all right, let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> big stretch. Oh, that was hard. Okay, I'm, I'm ready when you are. <laughs> okay, uh, if you do not resist the hypnosis, it will in fact happen, and Gimli will will honk shoe. Congratulations. Hello, and thank you for listening to the first Doofer Town Gym Challenge on Dunsparce and Drampop. These are likely the second-to-last gym challenges for the party. It's hard to believe that we are this far into the campaign. The podcast would not be possible without the support of our patrons, including OK Chief and Daniel. If you'd like to join as a patron, you'll gain access to lots of bonus recordings, including a one-shot from the perspective of Team NRG and a new Tier 2 DM Chat miniseries revolving around running the game. Rest assured that anyone can help the podcast just by sharing, leaving reviews, and checking out our links at linktree slash dunsparse, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash dunsparse. Thank you so much again, and we'll be back on July 25th.